This Women's World Cup Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contests. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details at circasports.com. Welcome, everybody. To the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Tuesday. Let's have a gamble on the 18th. I've just done this an hour ago, July the 18th. Uh, and we are here to have a look at the first few lots of games uh, for the Women's World Cup. We did a preview show, which I think quite a few people listened to, got some positive feedback. So we made some outright picks. If you haven't got hold of that, go back and find it. Uh, but we're going to make some picks. The games start on Thursday morning. Um, and we're going to go right through to Saturday here. We've got nine games, possibly a couple more to cover. Uh, join me there. I'm trying not to laugh, Baz. But you're sitting there in front of your lizard tank and I'm finding it really hard to take you. You've purposely manoeuvred yourself in front of Bruno's uh, habitat just to try and get him in the back of shot. Yeah, I mean, you've got to keep... Uh... You've got to keep an eye out because he might make an appearance in that bottom corner there. Um, Is this a game we're going over or under half of Bruno site? Bruno under, the lizard. Over or under um, half half a lizard appearance. Um, <laughs> it's this time of night that he comes out. He does like to get involved. He's the, the, I think they're called they're not nocturnal, but they're crepuscular or something. <laughs> they're most active at dusk till dawn. Type of thing, so the he comes out about nine o'clock at night, and he'll, he'll be around all night. And we've chucked a few bugs in, so there's locusts in there, so you never know he might be out hunting. Um, uh, <laughs> thousand to one on bars. That is the first use of the word crepuscular on a sports yeah. gambling podcast Probably network the, episode. The wrong word. Um, well, I mean, I feel like I'm the uh, hardest working man at SGPN today. Um, employee of the month. Uh, did the MLB show, um, spoke to Ryan for a little while, handicapped these games, handicapped the baseball. I've knocked out a solid 10 hours today, Baz. I know you like to insinuate that I'm bone idle, uh, but that's just simply not the case. Like Fingers to the bone. And I've moved myself into the posh end here because everyone keeps complaining that my internet's a bit spotty. So I've moved into the uh, into the if living room. You know, for competing for how hard you've grafted, I, I mean, I would say... <laughs> I've done a full day of, of proper work. Um, I've then gone and done grassroots football for for an hour and a half tonight. Came home, also had a meeting with with the boss, Ryan, and I've also studied for this and uh, prepared for for tonight's show. So you know, we've all put a put a hard day's graft in today, Malcolm. Your extraneous work, Baz, isn't important. We're talking about the graft we've put in to service these DJs who are uh, chomping at the bit to get some picks. Pat was first in. Um, oh, well, it's controversial, actually. Serial might have been first in, but Pat was first to type. So, Pat, we're giving it to Pat in the tiebreaker tonight. Sorry, Serial. Um, and, well, Slick Rick's here as well. Um, so, yeah, I um, handicapped these games and, Baz, it was quite good fun. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the footy start. And there's been a lot of politics and all that bollocks going on this week. Seeing the England players being having a whinge, the Australians were having a whinge, the French have been kicking off. We knew the Spanish were already kicking off. Um the Zambians were kicking off. And the Nigerians have been kicking off. Uh, so, yeah, everyone's been having a nice good scrap with each other. Um, but, yeah, we get to see some football. And I thought, Baz, it was really quite hard to handicap when I looked at the games. And I, I was, it's not that I was expecting the 
books to have like taken their eye off the ball. Um, I like making oak joke a lot. Like we watch a rugby game and it'll finish 54 28. And you're thinking, how did the books have that at under over 82 as a total? Like yeah. they're just unbelievably good. And when I started handicapping this, I thought, yeah, I've got an angling, yeah. I'm going to take the under five and a half goals or whatever. And they were on it. Everything I thought, the books were on. Like, so I found it really hard. So it had to be a bit creative. But, uh, good practice for the Premier League as well, Baz. So um, how did you find getting into this? Do you feel like you're on top of it? Yeah, similar to you. I sort of went into each game, looked at the form, um, got my own thoughts together and then sort of went into the books to have a look and see what the odds were and very similar to you sort of thinking these might win this by five and you go in and the line is five bang on or five and all. Um, so yeah, very similar to you. The books were, you know, it shows me thinking it's probably about the right place when you're on the right lines as the books, but then you've got to find find the winner. The hardest part of it, Malcolm, I think is trying to get anything from the form lines because you can look yeah. at, um, let, let's say, USA v Vietnam and, and USA are playing a higher calibre of opponent week in, week out than Vietnam are. So you can look at Vietnam and they might have won five of the last seven. Um but they've played Tajikistan, Pakistan, um loads of really, really poor teams. So you can't really compare like for like with a lot of these games when when you're looking at the form. So it's, it's yeah. trying to find another way in really. Yeah, absolutely. It's or maybe some sort of system or or trend that you're looking at. Um, so, yeah, we, we've got the nine games to do, which takes us through Thursday, Friday and Saturday. I think what we're going to do after that, certainly till the early part of the week, is we will uh, post in Discord. And we always say that is uh, flames during the week. Uh, loads of shooties in there. And we'll stick our post up on the um, at SGPN Premier um, page as well through the rest of the weekend. And we'll come back next week uh, to have a look at what's going on and maybe make some more picks. Um, so, uh, these are great times for me, Baz. Uh, the f- 8 o'clock in the morning here. Oh, shit. Are we good? Is this 3 a.m. Eastern time, I think? I, was gonna, uh, I mean, some it's of the games ideal. for us are 2 a.m. in the morning, Malcolm. 2 a.m., 3 a.m., um, which probably works out all right for our US listeners. They're, they'll be picking that up at 10 o'clock, 9 yeah. o'clock at night, um, have a sleep and then get up and watch the later game. So, it is a bit of a mixture, like, uh, you know, Morning, you know, morning football's all right, but 2am, 3am, I won't be getting up for many of those. So the opening day is Thursday. Obviously, the hosts traditionally uh, play on opening day, which means we have two games, as we've got New Zealand and Australia hosting this. And the first game is 8am over here, 3am Eastern time, between New Zealand and Norway. New Zealand are plus 850, 17-2. The draw is five to one. Norway are one to four minus four hundred. Um, I thought New Zealand were better than this. Like in my mind, New Zealand were a bit of a, a women's powerhouse, and I kind of don't think they are. Uh, poor form as well recently. They lost to Argentina and Nigeria. Um, drew with Iceland and then beat Vietnam two 0 which isn't a stellar result at all. They just don't score enough goals. I think is a fair summation of New Zealand. Um, Norway's low point in the Euros was that 8-0 battering they took to England as England went on to win that. Um, they've got a few WSL players in there. They've got some strength. I think they're too new, strong for New Zealand here. Um, but it is close on the books. 
all the Asian lines were spot on, but as I was getting annoyed already, this was a window into what was going to happen as I handicapped the rest of these games. Um, I'm going to go for a slow burner, Baz. Uh, I think Norway can pick them off. Maybe 1-0, maybe 2-0. Um, I'm going to take the, the under two and a half goals is plus money. Um, I think this could be a cagey affair. Uh, plus 135, so 23 to 17 um, for under two and a half goals, Baz. Oh, God, Malcolm, we're off to a good start here. Have you um... got, have you got <laughs> the other way? Yeah. Uh, Fuck's sake, Barry. Serial state in the chat here asking who won the Olympics on the women's side. It was actually Canada. It was um, Canada. I've just written it down there, Baz, because we know what we're talking about. Yeah, we beat, they beat Sweden in the final in a penalty shootout, I think. Um, America won the bronze, beating Australia in the third or fourth place game. Um, yeah, New Zealand host nation here, but I, I don't see there being any home comforts for them. They've won just one game in the last 13. That was a 2-0 against Vietnam. Uh, these teams have faced each other twice in recent years. Uh, Norway won both of those, 2-0 and 2-1. Um, five of the last six games have gone under for uh, New Zealand, so so bodes well for yours. But then Norway games have seen a combined 12 goals in the last two in the warm-up. So Norway have, have sort of hit their stride a little bit. Um, so for that reason, I'm, I'm not going with the under. The handicap was tempting for me. 8-11 to 11, um, for, for New Zealand, sorry, Norway to win by two or more. And if it wasn't for New Zealand being the host here, I think that's where I would possibly have went. But I've got a feeling New Zealand might get on the score sheet and that's why I went towards the unders. It is a short price, four to seven. So what's that? Minus one forty. possibly. <laughs> we have um, to practice pass on the year. Uh, I am. It's been a while. Um, so it is a short price one for me, uh, but I thought possibly not a bad strategy just feeling our way into these games. So I don't mind taking a couple of shorter prices um, and possibly putting them in doubles, trebles, you know, different ways of playing it. Uh, but yeah, the pick for me here was um, was over 2.5 goals. And that's on the basis, I think, I think New Zealand might get a goal, a bit of home crowd behind them, um, you know, wanting to sort of set, a, set the stall out a little bit in the first game. Uh, we'll see. But yeah. Okay, no so absolutely, absolutely no use to anyone there on that first one. Uh, minus one seventy five, Buzz. Yeah, get that in your head. Um, is the is that price four to seven? So eleven o'clock, uh, our time six a.m. Um, Eastern time is Australia against the Republic of Ireland. Australia are uh, minus three thirty three, uh, hundred to thirty on the draw is seventeen to four plus four twenty five, and the Republic of Ireland are plus eight fifty seventeen to two. Uh, Baz, take it off with the other hosts, Australia. Yeah, so these are a host I can definitely get behind. I think they'll also have 80k behind them for this one. 80,000 sellout crowd for Australia's first game. Uh, Aussies have been in great form coming into this. They've won nine of the last 10 games and some really, really good wins in there. They had a 4-0 win against Sweden, who, as I said in the last show, have been sort of big powerhouses in European women's football for many years. Um, they're still a decent side, much like USA. Other teams have caught them up a bit, but but 4-0 v Sweden, 3-1 v Denmark. They beat Spain recently. They beat France just last week. Um, and they were the first team to inflict defeat on Eng- England in, in a couple of years. I think England went on a 30-game 
win, you know, unbeaten streak. Uh, Australia beating them two 0 so coming in really good form, and as I say, against really good teams. I know you said you, you sort of fancied Ireland a little bit in our preview show. Be interested to see where you've gone and how you've played this one. Um, there's been three games have gone under in the last four for Australia and three clean sheets for Australia. But Ireland, just one win in the last five. That was a 3-2 against Zambia. And this, the, the, they did have some tough fixtures in there, so it was one where there was a bit of comparison because they played some tough games. They played a doubleheader against USA, lost both of those. And um, they were beaten 3-0 by France earlier in the month as well. Um, so I think that's a good comparison. 3-0 defeat to France um, where Aussies went out and beat them um, I look back at Ireland's results and in particular looking at the wins where are the winning games uh, I mean they don't win games very often and particularly not against any decent side so the wins have come against Zambia Morocco Scotland Finland um, so I'm not seeing any any wins in there against any of the sort of better sides and, and Aussies are a better side um, I think Australia will win this one uh, and get off to a good start and I'm willing to take Australia on the handicap here. Yeah. I think Australia at 10 to 11 just short of even money here to win by two or more looks like a good pick to me. Um, okay, well, I, th- I think you probably knew I was going to go against that basically. I've been not high on Ireland but I think they can go okay. Uh, Australia in good form. That 2-0 win against England in Abel. Uh, they've got a potential star of the tournament in um, Sam Kerr. They've got, again, a lot of WSL talent too. Uh, Ireland's confident in hard to beat. They had that mad one last week uh, for a last friendly game against Colombia. was called off after 20 minutes um, because it was too aggressive. The Colombians just kicked shit out of them. Colombians requested that no press were in that game and then just proceeded to kick seven colours of shit out of the Irish girls. Um, this is going to be tight, Baz, for me. It's going to be another cagey one. I went for the under. What I've picked out here is the half-time draw, Baz. Um, gives us a little safety net of a 1-1. Um, although I think nil nils obviously the more likely. That's at a price of 94. Um, but the half-time draw um, is plus 156 to 4. And I'm going to keep calling out all uh, tournament. Um Louise Quinn to get a goal for the Republic of Ireland. Um, set pieces big, gets her head on the ball. Uh, 33 to 1 to score first, last 12 to 1 to score at any time. Uh, so we'll get a goal from Quinn uh, for that one. Okay, next is so they're the two Thursday games. We move across to Friday. Um, I'll tell you what I'll do actually. I'll tell you about the circuit contests first. Um, these are exciting, Baz. It's a shame we can't get in on these. Uh, not that we'd win, like um, Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor are back 14 million. In guaranteed prizes up for grabs. It's the uh, um the Circuit Millions is five NFL picks against the spread every week. And the Circuit Survivor, you pick a different money line winner each week. You can enter in Vegas and play from anywhere. The Sports Gambling Podcast Boys will be out there for the last weekend in August. You need to head to circusports.com for all of the details. That is circusports.com. Um Serial's asking what the nickname for the Australian uh, team is Baz we should know this I don't the top of my head uh, I don't know be obviously the Socceroos isn't it for the uh, men's team yep. but I'm not sure what the, the ladies nickname is I'm sure uh, no we should know that 
Google it, serial. I mean, why lazy? Why are you asking us to do all your? I think we're trying to suck. We're trying to get a soccer girls gag in there. Is what's going on? Oh, it's the Matildas. The Matildas, man. Yeah. Waltz in yeah, Matilda. Waltz in Matilda. Do you know that one, serial? Classic. Um, Three thirty in the morning on Friday. We'll be up for this one, Baz, me and you. We'll uh, we'll have a we'll host a watch party. Three thirty a.m., which is twelve thirty, uh, just after midnight. No, it's not. Ten thirty, just before midnight, Eastern Time. Who cares? Uh, it's the uh, Nigeria against Olympic champions Canada. They won the Olympics, but um, Nigeria are plus seven fifty, fifteen to two. The draw is nine to two, plus four fifty. Canada are one hundred to thirty on. Minus 333. Um, Nigeria are talented, but their build-up has been very, very, very chaotic. Um, It's, yeah, just been absolutely all over the shop. Nigeria are good enough to score here, though. Um, They put three past New Zealand, uh, which was a a good result. And although, like you see, you're trying to... Fit Canada in it, 130 on, you can't do it. I wasn't sure about the handicap either, but the fact that I think Nigeria can score leads me to both teams to score better because I think Canada will get on the score sheet. That's a nice price, Baz. It's 10 to 11, minus 110 for both teams to score, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that one. Um, Nigeria won the last three without conceding, uh, but they were games against New Zealand, Haiti and Costa Rica, uh, three of the big underdogs in this tournament. Prior to that, they had lost six in a row and failed to score in five of those um, six games. Four of the defeats came by a single goal, though. Um, 4-0 versus USA was the only game where they were well beaten. And Canada have got just one win in five. Uh, again, forms a, a tricky way of looking at this as, as the opponents of, of the respective teams are are quite different. Um you know, Canada, one win in five. They lost to France, Japan, USA, Brazil. Really good caliber of performance team team really good caliber of teams. Um, so it's so tricky to to compare the two. I think Canada should win this one, but I think Nigeria might keep it tight. Um, so it leads into your bet as well, really, with with Nigeria hopefully getting on the score sheet. Um, Canada have only won by two or more in in three of the last ten games, and Nigeria have only lost by two or more twice in their last ten. So Nigeria plus one point five on the handicap at a similar price to yours, ten to eleven, um, is the way I'm going. I'm going to take Nigeria to keep this one tight, um, a low score and a fair Nigeria plus one and a half. Okay, six a.m. Baz, we, we'll power through. Wouldn't watch this one after we've watched that uh, Nigeria game. One a.m. Eastern time. The Philippines against Switzerland. Philippines are sixteen to one. The draw is six to one. Switzerland are. Um, four to twenty-five, so minus six twenty-five. It's around about one to six, effectively. Um, these are we've got a little run of games here, Baz, where we've got some very short price favourites, and we talked about this on the preview show. Um, different ways of handicapping games, Baz. Some stuff's going to win. Um, so what is it? Yeah, for me, as you say, it is the first of the ones where there's a big, big sort of difference in prices between the two. Philippines have. You know, it's, a, it's like I said before. You look at Philippines; they've won five of the last six, um, where the Swiss have no win in seven. But what does that mean? Philippines have been playing in the Asia Games against teams like Hong Kong, Tajikistan, Pakistan, Myanmar. Um, so, 
you've just got to take the results with a pinch of salt. Uh, I thought the Philippines, I, I looked at their prior performances against European opponents. I thought that might be a good way of looking at this. Uh, and they lost them all. The last three European um, outings were against Iceland, Scotland and Wales. And they lost all three of them. Um, I'm, it's another one where I'm playing it safe again. It, it's it's a short price again, but I'm going for the over 2.5. Um, it's hit in four of the last five games, I think, for Philippines against European opponents. Um, I, and I just think, yeah, I, I feel like Switzerland could get a few against against the Philippines. Yeah, I don't see the Philippines scoring. Um, could have went down the, the Swiss route, but um, I, I've got my eight to fifteen. Um, it's it's a short one, but yeah, over two point five goals Philippines v Switzerland. Uh, well, that's shit, Baz. Luckily, I picked. I'm really, really, really happy with this, Baz. You're going to be jealous when I give these out. Um, handicapped very similarly to you that um, <clears throat> Philippines are struggling that Pinotar Cup. And they only scored one goal in those games against Scotland, Wales and Iceland. The Swiss are a very average European team. Yeah, there have been goals in their friendlies. They had a threes each with um, Zambia. My handicap, this is the Philippines are going to tire. Um, there's a couple of amateur teams. There's a, uh, teams with no professional footballs in the ranks. The Philippines are... Uh, among them. So the market I like here is second half goals. So even if Philippines try their hearts out in the first half, teams are going to get away from them. You can do this for for quite a few of these games. Um, Second half goals, over one and a half second half goals is four to five, is minus 125. Over two and a half second half goals is five to two, plus 250. Um, And that's not a a mad stretch. You don't need Switzerland to rack up four, five, six goals here. Uh, you just need to, to, to nick a couple of late ones. So, yeah, over one and a half second half goals, over two and a half second half goals um, in that Philippine-Switzerland games. Do you do you love that, Baz? Is Bruno out? I love it. Over, who took the over 0.5? Oh, it's Bruno. <laughs> He's out. He's there. Over. You see him? Yes. You see Lizard him? Sighting. I can sing him, Baz. Live Lizard Sighting on the show. I mean, who doesn't like anything? Like, If you're not joining, if you listen to this back, I mean... Come on, what are you doing with your life? Like over half a lizard site and cashes. Um, I think that was Pat. That's money in the bank, that Pat. Uh, Bruno is indeed out. That's right the then. Right. The next um, two games. Yeah, yeah go well, on, Bas, sorry. Spain, Costa Rica next, isn't it? Um, the ne- incredibly, incredibly short prices here. We've got, yeah, Spain, Costa Rica. Um, we can go to bed after this one, Bas, on Saturday. Spain are 1 to 100. Uh, minus 10,000. The draw is 20 to 1. Costa Rica are 40 to 1. Um, so it's a mismatch, Baz. Um, how do you handicap it? Uh, well, I think it is a clear mismatch. Spain have won 11 of the last 12 as well. They're in really good form and been really high scoring in those games lately. Um, <laughs> 18 goals in the three warm up games for this for Spain. Um, and they're averaging over four a game in the last 10 games as well. Um, I think this could be the first hammering of the tournament. Uh, see, I think the, the other ones I've seen being fairly tight or, or not particular, you know, not, not big blowouts. Um, I had in my head before, this is one where I'd looked at the form, looked at what I thought, and I had in my head the line for Spain. I had them winning this by at least four. And the line is at four and a half, so we'd need a five-goal win to cover the handicap. Um, 
Spain scoring five isn't unfeasible. They put five past Ukraine, seven past Argentina, Australia and Panama and nine past Vietnam. This was all in the last year or so. Um, so several occasions where they've been able to put five goals up against people. Um, I consider whether it takes Spain to score five. Um, might be a better pick. That's at eight to 11. But then Spain have got five clean sheets in the last six games. Um, I think Costa Rica will struggle to get past them. And I think the handicap looks okay to me. It's a big handicap, but we're going to have lots of these big handicaps in these group games. I don't mind Spain um, at this price. 9-10 to 10 for Spain, minus 4.5. It's going to be the first thwacking of the tournament. Minus what? 4.5? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I did the same thing, Baz. There's not much else you could do, but I was surprised at the number. Um, I, would, I was looking for a starting point of sort of six and a half maybe, and it wasn't. So... Um, I've got my ladder out, Baz. We're going to, there's going to be a lot of ladder action, I think, uh, this tournament. I've got a, I've um, got a ladder involved later. Excellent. Yeah, I've got one more. I'll draw a little picture of a ladder, Baz, on your notes. That's how I know there's one coming up. It's quite a nice system. Um, so we're talking just total goals here. Uh, not that I'm expecting Costa Rica to contribute, but over five and a half is five to four. Over six and a half is five to two. Um, and over seven and a half is nine to two. You can go up if you want. Over eight and a half is nine to one, etc. But yeah, Spain could bosh, bosh in easy. Six, seven, eight here. Um, so let's see if we can get up the ladder with this one. Uh, the next game is very, very similar in vain. It is the USA against Vietnam. Um, the USWNT, that's what you have to call them, Baz. Uh, the USA are one to 400. Uh, minus 40,000, if you want a bit of that. The draw is at 25 to 1. <laughs> and Vietnam, get them in, three-teamer. Um, and Vietnam are out there at 50 to 1. So, same thing. Um, Vietnam, we know all about the USC. Uh, very, very good side. I mean, uh, Pat was just pointing out in the chat that they've kind of regressed a little bit, or maybe the Europeans have actually caught them up, but... Um, we talked last week about just some of the issues the USA might have later on in the tournament. Um, and, but like I say, that is a conversation for later on. What are Megan Rapino, Juliet's um, players like that are going to be able to contribute? You've got the youngsters, Alyssa Thompson, Trinity Rodman. Um, so, the, yeah, this really should be a massacre. Uh, the Vietnamese only have one player who doesn't play in their domestic league. I think she plays down the leagues in Portugal. Um, and they've done really, really well to get here, actually. It's quite a heartwarming tale. However, um, starting point here, Baz, for my ladder, is seven and a half goals. And I think it's... Double-check that it is total goals I've got here. Um, and not USA goals. Total goals, yeah. So over seven and a half, we start at 11 to eight, plus 137. And we can take that all the way up, Baz, to over 13 and a half, which is at 40 to one. Uh, okay. So anywhere... How many, of these, how many of these are Vietnam scoring? None. Oh, None okay. at all. Um, however, I, if you... Well, it's a ladder pass. It's a great big ladder. It's a fireman's ladder, this one. It was why, right up. Why, why don't you just take USA team goals? That's what it is. Okay. Uh, well, oh, no, sorry, it's not. Well, I just looked at the first market. What's the difference like? That, that's fine. You you do you. Vietnam score anyway. Oh, well, there you go then. So it can be 14-1. So anywhere from seven and a half upwards. However, I do have a lock, uh, Baz. Finding money in the street. 
Um, second half goals again. Uh, over four and a half second half goals, plus 162, 13 to eight. These Vietnamese are going to be dead on their feet. And you know what these awful American people are like as well? They will run the score up on them. They'll score scored seven in the last 20 minutes here. Um, so, yeah, all of that, Buzz. What are you laughing at? We are miles apart on this game. Well, you are. You've got, but you're not to nick it. Couldn't be. Smash and grab. Um, oh, the USA handicap is set at six. So so they need a seven-goal margin to, to cash the handicap. Yep. Yeah. Easy. USA haven't scored seven goals in any of the last 20 games. Um, they've won by a seven-goal or greater margin twice in the last 30 games, both against Uzbekistan, um, who are probably worse than Vietnam, based on the fact they're not in this tournament. Vietnam have lost by seven or more twice in the last 20 games or so. Uh, Spain did beat them 9-0 last week, and France beat them 7-0 around 18 months ago. So it's doable. Um, But it's still a big ask for any team to win any game by seven goals against anybody because you're relying on them going full throttle for the full game. And that rarely happens. And I really don't like the second half goal angle because I think America will be out of sight in that first half. Well, they'll make some changes. But if they put, if they make some changes, if they stick Rapino on or whatever, if they just, they're not going to take the foot off. Or if they go the other way around, if Alyssa Thompson comes on, she's not just going to arse around. That's going to be her chance to stake a claim. No, I just don't see it. I, I think you're relying on them going full throttle of the game, particularly in the group stage where they've got two much tougher games coming up with Portugal and Netherlands. I just don't see America having to take any chances once they go four or five nil up. Um, so for me, I'm taking Vietnam on the Asian handicap. Um, <laughs> and it won't, don't get me wrong, it won't be fun to watch. Um, <laughs> I'd be, you know. Uh, I know USA are going to win the game and they're going to win easy. But they don't win games. USA aren't beating anyone by seven goals. They haven't been. And fair enough, they don't often come up against teams like Vietnam. But they do play poor teams across the year. Um, as I say, none in the last 20 games have they have they beat anyone by this margin. Um, so I'm, I'm taking Vietnam plus six. It's 11 to 10, so plus 110. <laughs> um, six goal defeat will be a push for me. Um, and anything less than that will be a winner. Uh, miles away from me, I just don't see it being 12s and 13s and silly things like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good time to watch this on Saturday morning, Baz. We'll, uh, we can get stuck into this on Saturday morning. Looking forward to it. Um, let's talk about Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Best Ball Mania 4 is here. Underdog Fantasy is giving away £15 million. Dollars in prizes. Uh, underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on your favourite MLB and NFL season player props. Loads of ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Right then. Uh, more silliness uh, ensues as England uh, take on Haiti. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, re- rewind. Have we not got Zambia, Japan next? Oh, hang on. Yeah, I've got to. Oh, well, yeah, all right, Buzz. Yeah. Um, um, this, this is my bet of the day, Malcolm. Well, I would have come to it. Uh, right, we'll do that. We'll go chronologically. This is at 8 a.m. Um, oh, that USA game's at a terrible time, actually. 
Yeah. No, oh, is it 11? No, it is. Oh, shit. Um, well, I've recorded, man. It's all on the telly. It's all on the BBC and that. Um, 8 a.m., uh, 3 a.m. Eastern time, Zambia against Japan. Barry's best bet coming up. Go and grab a pen if you haven't got one, people. Um, Zambia are 9 to 1. Oh, in, into 8 to 1, Baz, actually, since I handicapped this. There's money for them. Is that you? Have you moved the line? Yeah, uh, probably. The draws at 6 to 1 in Japan are now at 1 to 4, minus 400. Um, come on then, Baz. Let's hear it. Yeah. I mean, Pat's just reminding us that we didn't re- remember to mention the Vietnam War revenge angle in that USA <laughs> Vietnam well, game. I uh, thought we'd avoid the politics personally. But especially it, with our demographic. I kind of mentioned it right at the end of the MLB show, Baz. I just, because I plugged this show and I mentioned it would be covering that. And then I think I did say that and I didn't get much. I got the 50 yard stare off Scott and Lonte. So I might have to ask Scott to edit that out before I get cancelled. Like, but uh, if Pat could joke about it, then I've, I mean, so it's fair yeah. game. Yeah, fair game. Just stop talking yeah, about it. I mean, quite a short analysis: the Zambia, Japan, it, and the pick is purely on the Zambia form line. They're really lively going forward. They have they'll have a go against anyone, but they can't defend for shit. Um, I mentioned last week on the preview show. The, I, I can distinctly remember the performance in the Olympics because I remember watching them in, in a game where they got beat somewhere like 12-3 against Netherlands. Um, and, and there was another game after that where it was, I think it was 3-3 against China. But we just they didn't give a shit. They'd send as many players as they wanted forward on attack and didn't care what happened at the other end. Um, so goals, 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 yeah. Um, and the recent form... Is is similar. There's plenty of goals in it. Um, they beat Germany three two um, recently. They drew three three with Switzerland. Uh, they, they lost three two to Ireland. Um, so there's there's five or more goals there every week in, in those last three games. They've also conceded ten goals across two games against South Korea recently. Um, so give me the over three and a half goals in this one. Uh, it's one of my favourite bets of this round. Um, over 3.5 goals. It's minus 125, so 4 to 5. And I will ladder this one up. Um, over 3.5 at 4 to 5. Um, ladder it higher. Over 4.5 goals at plus 175, 7 to 4. Over 5.5 goals is at 7 to 2 plus 3.50. And if you go six and a half goals, you'll get eight to one plus 800. Uh, so, yeah, this is the ladder for me. Zambia v Japan, over three and a half goals, my my best bet of the, the week here. Um, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm going. Well, Baz, in the spirit of uh, a person on Countdown who's written the same word down as the other, and they have to show you, I think, over three and a half goals, Baz, I am with you. Um, yeah, this is always goals. The only... I suppose, um, Brenda Banda is key for Zambia and sometimes she's not allowed to play because she might have a willy. Uh, no one's really sure. And sometimes she gets kicked out of the tournament. But well, they've actually left it up to other teams to complain. Like if other teams complain about her, slash him, she's not allowed to play. But if they don't, they just let her. And no one's complained this time, so she's in business. Like, And she causes absolute mayhem, does Brenda Banda. So the fact she's playing... Um, but yeah, exactly the same pick, Baz, for all the reasons you said. Over three and a half goals at four to five uh, is the price of minus 120. Okay. Uh, I think we've got two games left here, Baz. We will can get under uh, England next, which is 10.30 on Saturday morning. 
uh, 5.30 Eastern time. England take on Haiti. England are 1 to 50, minus 5,000. The draw is 18 to 1. Haiti are 50 to 1. I mean, I'm not convinced by England at all. Just talking in general. Obviously, this game's a bit of a different kettle of fish. They lost 2 0 to Australia. They had that 0 0 with Portugal. I'm not sure if uh, Serena Wiegman knows our best lineup, Baz. Uh, haven't really replaced Fran Kirby. Um, Ella Toon's been playing in there at number 10. Um, but People better than me think that Lauren James is a is better suited to it. Uh, Millie Bright is still coming back from that ACL. She did train today, so I think everyone trained today for England. Um, but like I say, there's just there's a few square pegs in round holes. Now I will be fading England as the tournament progresses, but it's hard in this spot against Haiti, who are just out of the depth. Unfortunately, uh, the goalkeeper's five foot four. Bad. Uh, there's a good stuff for you. Um, so it. Uh, I don't fancy England to go berserk here, um, like I think Spain can and like I think the USA can. Um, but I do think they can get over the four and a half goals, um, and that's a price of four to five, minus one twenty-five. So it's a total goals again, and it's over four and a half, which is four to five, Barry. So you're taking the total goals rather than the handicap? Yeah, I think so. Well, because I've got the handicap in at four to five for for England to win by five or more. But anyway, we can check that. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. That's my um, yeah. It's up there, Baz. One point eight um, over four and a half goals. I mean that that obviously will will change my pick in that case because that wasn't what I'd seen. Um, yeah, I, I mean we talked about England last week and how we would both fade them for the tournament outright, as you said. Several key players missing. Uh, and they've shown signs recently of becoming fallible. Once again, after a great couple of years, they've failed to score in the last couple of games. Um, but that said, I think this is the perfect start for them. It's a game they need to sort of get their confidence back against one of the minnows of the tournament. And I think they'll want to come away with this with a with a win and a really good win to try and get them sort of back on track. A bit of a morale booster. Um, I think they need this one. Um, Haiti are hard to handicap again due to the quality of, of the opponents recently um, but they've struggled against everyone to be honest, they've lost five of the last six I tried looking at form against some of the bigger sides um, and they haven't played many big sides Haiti they played Portugal who aren't even that big in Europe, they got beat 5-0 off Portugal and USA beat them 4-0 in the last year those were the only two indicators in terms of some decent calibre opposition I think the handicap is okay here for England. I, I, I've got England down here. At, uh, that that makes sense. I've got England minus four on the Asian handicap. Um, so with my bet, a 4-0 win would push, where, whereas yours would lose. That that would explain why I'm getting a similar price. Um, so we push with that bet if England win by four. Uh, and win if they can win by five or more. Uh, and as I said in the USA, five is even it's a stretch in any game. But... I think England need to get back into the swing of things and I feel fairly comfortable with the four as, as a minimum. Um, but yeah, England, I, I think, should win by five and taking them on the Asian handicap with a little bit of insurance there on a four-goal win. Uh, so that's minus 125 Asian handicap, minus four for England, uh, 120, minus 125, four to five in UK money. Yeah, uh, CBO's got the same bet at minus 115 on DraftKings. So any of our yeah. American... Uh, readers got involved with that. 
Um, right, we've got one more game to have a look at on Saturday. Um, and then we'll let you good people get on with the rest of your lives. It is Denmark against China, which is a 1pm uh, kickoff, uh, 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. Bit tighter on the books, this one was kind of why we included it. A bit more competitive. Denmark, 11 to 20, minus 180. The draw is Berlin and Bertie, 130. And China are 92, uh, plus 450. Uh, Baz. Um, yeah, so tricky one, this one. Um, Denmark have won four of their last six, um, with the two defeats coming against good sides in France and Spain. But they've had some good wins there. They've beaten Norway, Japan and Sweden in those last six games. Five of the six were under 2.5 goals. Um, China, just three wins in their last six. Uh, Sorry, just two wins, I think, in their last six, and both of them coming against Russia. Uh, It was quite amusing. I I thought China v Russia, Uh, and I went and looked at the Russians' form, see how good Russia are. So Russia have played seven games in the last... 12 months, Malcolm. Can you can you name the teams? Who do you think Russia have played in the last 12 months? Fiji. No. No? Miles away. Uh, it's got to be... Who, it's got to be like Belarus, Moldova, uh, Turkmenistan, um, not the Ukraine, probably. Um, they haven't played Ukraine. Georgia. I'll, I'll, Am I on I'll the right lines? I mean, yeah, you're on the right lines with Belarus. Basically, they played seven games. They played once against Iran. Makes sense, yeah, doesn't okay. it? Yeah. Uh, twice against China and four times against Belarus. Uh, <laughs> don't get a game against anybody else. So that's that's Russia's opponents. They've literally got a pool of three it's teams. It's like the Scottish so, League, Baz. <laughs> they've literally got a pool of three teams who are willing to play. <laughs> The Russian <laughs> team. Um, so yeah, that, we've ventured into some shaky political territory tonight. We have, yeah. So we got four times, I. So yeah, China's only wins recently have come against Russia, and I'm not sure how good that form is. Hard to make much of, of their form line for that reason. Three times they've went over. Three times they've went under. Uh, they've scored in the last three games, but they were kept out with a clean sheet in the previous three. So really difficult to find any. Um, any really f- real form or anything that stood out from the China forming. So I, I think Denmark have got better form against better opposition. Um, and I'm just going to take them on the money line again. A little bit of a short price, four to seven, minus 190. Um, that's the pick for me. Denmark on the money line to finish off with. Another short priced one, but I don't mind putting that in any parlays, as whatever you want to do with that. Uh, Denmark will win this one. Well, I've gone for the draw bars. I think China can keep this tight. Um, Denmark are okay, but China is just generally speaking tough opponents. Um, and they've got quite good tournament pedigree to get themselves in a lot of tournaments. Uh, they reached the knockouts of this in 2019, they won the Asian Cup, um, 2022. So they, they, they're kind of quite highly thought of in and around the women's game. They've got uh, a couple of international players as well. The, the, the striker players for Louisville over in, in America. Um and I, yeah, I think they can push Denmark here. Yeah. It's going to be the opening game of a tournament, quite tight. Um, and I just thought China were a little bit too big uh, with the with the tournament pedigree behind them at a price of 130. I was looking for a bit of a bigger one because we had a lot of um, shorties to deal with. So um, at, a, at a bigger price on on these cards. I know we've got up some ladders to 40 to one, but it's an outright. I thought the draw was live here in a tight game at uh, plus 330, uh, 130. Um so, Baz, I think that we've handicapped what we came here to handicap. 
Serial um, saying it can't be a draw. I don't know if he's pulling my leg or not. Um, yes, it can, Serial. Stop acting. Um, yeah, anything else you want to, you want to touch on, Baz, no, before, just, before yeah, we go to bed? That, you know, I haven't put out much in terms of fancy stuff at the end. Of, you know, there's no dogs here that I really fancy. The lock for me is definitely that over three and a half in the Zambia game. Absolutely love that. Um, I've not put out any scores or anything, but I have picked out a little bet builder for a bit of interest in the Australia oh, game. So Australia every island, Aussies are going to win. There's going to be three or more goals. There's going to be eight or more corners, and Sam Kerr is definitely going to score any time. That'll get you 13-5 plus 260. Cheeky little bet builder for the Australia Island game there on the first day. All right, cheers, Baz. Thank you very much. That was fun. I, like I say, I enjoyed handicapping these, and I've enjoyed uh, talking about them too, and I'm looking forward to getting uh, some more stuff. Yeah, We're going to be doubling up. Reaction. Good to see a few people in the chat as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. haven't forgotten about us in the absence of Premier League, so that's good to see. Um, and as I say, if you didn't watch it on YouTube, you've missed out on seeing the lizard. Bruno did make an appearance over 0.5, did hit. It's um, been an absolute visual treat here, Baz. I've in the front room, I've got my corduroy cap on. Uh, we've got a lizard going on in your house. I mean, it's been a, a multimedia extravaganza, I would say, without without wishing to put too positive a spin on it, Baz. They're the three words I would use here. Uh, it's multimedia, two words or one. Um, yeah, well, anyway, you've missed give a out. quick shout out to Slick Rick, who's kindly put his parlay into the uh, chat there. He's gone for Spain over three and a half goals, England over three and a half goals, and USA over four and a half goals. That looks all right to me. That's at even money plus one hundred. I don't mind that at all. I, you know, I think we've all got each of those teams winning. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Margins. Um, we've covered some uh, controversial geopolitical. Um, Activity and accused the Zambian striker of having a willy. Uh, so pretty busy show, Baz, all round. Solid 45 minutes of probably uh, <laughs> gambling podcast content. Right, we'll be back next week with more Women's World Cup. And we need to ramp up our countdown to the uh, Premier League. I think we'll do some FPL stuff next week. Uh, possibly have a special guest as well. So something to look forward to. Cheers, everyone who joined us. Cheers, Baz. Um, Watch out for us next week. We'll be doing more stuff. Good luck with all your bets. Uh, but until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.